Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim G.K. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, we're going to talk uh, to... Uh, Houston Business Executive. Uh, topic is using peer advisory groups to build your uh, your business. Our special guest is R.D. Yoda. He's going to be on the phone in a few minutes. If you have any questions or want to join the conversation, you can go ahead and call in at 347-324-3460, or you can post a question in the chat room. R.D., welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. How are you doing, Tim? Uh, great. I, I listened to your program, uh, I think, uh, over the Internet uh, to your local station, and I get a lot of information out of it. I say I have to have you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you're quite welcome. I'm used I to being on the radio. With, <laughs> <laughs> I guess to begin with, kind of tell us about yourself and how you got started. Well, about I can go way, way back, or I can go back just a few years. <laughs> i tell you what, uh, I met my business partner 15 years ago. We, we um, sat on a sales lead roundtable, and I found that there was a, uh, a good opportunity to do things through peer advisory and mastermind forums and so forth. So we had we watched, uh, we sat on a small roundtable, and there was only about five or six of us, which eventually became like two or three. Well, we found such good synergy uh, that we decided to uh, work together, and we worked on several projects. Um, First, one of the things that we first worked on was a, an organization called Membership Services of America, where we went across the nation uh, helping organizations such as chambers and business development uh, organizations with their membership development, including new memberships, retention, and then it uh, blossomed and branched out into uh, uh, further expansion in our services, which included uh, you know project and consultation work and so forth. So we worked with organizations as small as 50 upwards of uh, 6,000, which was one of the largest chambers in the United wow. States. Uh, doing a lot of time on the uh, on the road and decided to step out of that world. <laughs> Found ourselves on the road uh, anywhere from 15 to um, 15 to 19 days out of the uh, business days out of the month, and so we decided to scale it back. Found out that we were, there was a pressing need here in Houston, uh, which is where I'm located, and decided to form an, our own organization. So uh, nine years ago, we formed an organization called Houston Networking News that really focused on the, the social aspect of networking. Uh, found out there was a lot of people wanted to uh, come to our activities, so we would have you know, several hundred people that would attend. We eventually um, added breakfast and luncheons and other meetings and so forth. And then here in the, in the last uh, couple of years, we've added our executive uh, component, which really focuses on peer advisory, training, development, and so forth. Because what we found is that doing networking and business development is is good, but having an accountability partner or a team or people, uh, you know, structuring your environment for you, uh, it's a great way to do the business. In fact, it's a it's a uh, it's a trend that's really ticking upward. It's cost effective, uh, mm-hmm. it relieves stress and tension on you and your business, and there's just so many great benefits of peer advisory. Tell us about that process because. Uh there are some people have different comfort levels in dealing with peer advisory. I mean, you go to a social networking event and you just, what, what can I say? <laughs> what do you say? Because a lot of people are just so nervous, and it's it's like 
is scary, if that makes sense to you. Until exactly. you get into it. Once you yeah. get into it and you know some people, it's a lot easier. But at the very beginning, it's, it's a scary thing. Yeah, the whole thing, it really, it, 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 I'll tell you what it mostly depends on. It depends on the organization that you're involved with and the leadership that's involved. And so these are the two key components. <clears throat> As you know, with the advent of technology, we have a lot of folks who are, are so-called experts and they think that they're really good at something and, and they will tout their, um, you know, uh, their level of ex- area of expertise, but you're not really sure. One of the things that we did to ensure that, uh, that this wouldn't happen with us in our organization is the fact that uh, we took a long time in building out the platform and the, and the, and the program. In fact, our business pay, uh, plan, and this defies traditional logic. Now, I'll tell this for our listeners who are uh, tuning in from a, uh, a small business perspective. Uh, if they're looking to, um, to present something that's bank-ready, you want to scale it back anywhere from just to a few pages if you're looking to apply for lines of credit and, and loans and so forth. So you want to scale back your business plan considerably. But for our, our sakes and our purposes, what we did is we built, a, pro, we built a, a business plan that had a lot of different components to it. It had what-if scenarios, uh, growth projects, market research, intricacies of our, uh, of our, uh, of our program, uh, facilitator, executives, and, and, and director uh, um, responsibilities and so forth. So our business plan, when it all came down to it, and I hate to use the word business plan because people think, oh, that's too, that's too much, but it, the plan for this is over 140 pages long. It took us a year to build it out. We built it without, uh, with expert advice. Uh, another thing is uh, that I'd recommend if, if you're working a lot in your business, you need a set of fresh eyes looking on your business uh, from time to time to give you an objective viewpoint, and not just the uh, traditional yes man who will say, you know, everything's great. So that's one of the things we did to make sure that, that the program was solid uh, to ensure – you know, a level of comfort like you were alluding to a second ago. The second thing is mm-hmm. that we vet our, our facilitators and the people that we work with extensively. Uh, a, a good facilitator or director of our of a peer advisory group will really take the responsibility uh, on his or her shoulders and just and, and hold their people accountable and make sure that they're flowing properly and that they're getting the results that they want. It's really about leadership when it comes to peer advisory. And then the final thing is what you alluded to is, is really, I think, People have a they kind of they draw back on the peer advisory component because they think, oh my gosh, I'm going to move into a environment where I have to disclose all my personal and business information. Well, the thing about it, well, one of the things that we do to, to circumvent that is that we uh, we have people sign a, a non-disclosure and a confidentiality agreement to ensure that people walk into this environment and they won't disclose this information outside of that meeting or outside of that setting. So you walk in there and you you, you know already that there's a, a level of comfort. That's been achieved by the business work that we've done prior to uh, to this um, uh, to the first meeting, or if you will. So we have a lot of folks that are apprehensive who walk into the meeting. After they get to that first meeting, they understand it and, and they're assured that they, have to, they don't have anything to worry about. Because our main focus is, if you're not growing, we're not growing. So we want to make sure that that happens. Wow. What particular challenges do you see in today's environment? Um... Uh, that will cause a business really not to grow, or things that you see in common within your particular uh, group that are challenges for them. Yeah, I tell you, there's two there's two driving factors I'm really seeing here. We did a presentation on this yesterday to a, a group of uh, business professionals here in Houston. There's one or two things that are that are really killing our uh, our, our drive when it comes to our business owners. I'll talk from an executive standpoint, I, I talk a little bit different, but let me talk about the business owners for uh, for a second. If you're a business owner who's listening today, here's something that's really important. One is, is is ignorance. Please don't be offended by that word, but the fact is if you're not doing market research, you're not understanding the competition, you're not understanding the latest technology and trends, you're ignorant to the things that are changing. 
And if you're not reacting or adapting or staying ahead of the curve, which is what I prefer to do, then you're really falling behind. Trust me, the market will transition with or without you, and your competition will do the same as well. So uh, if you're not reading constantly and you're not understanding the latest markets and trends, especially those that revolve around your particular industry, you have to do that. Uh, I'm subscribed anywhere. I, I lost count. I'm subscribed to roughly 25, uh, 25 to 30 different newsletters and other uh, email uh, uh, features that I get on a daily basis. There's probably uh, another, another 10 to 15. So I'm in the constant know of what's going on in my industry. That's industry-specific. Then in general business terms, and I, I'm subscribed to another you know, 15 or 20, I, do I read through them all word by word? No, I can't. I don't have that time. But I skim through there just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. The second thing that, I, that we're finding here is something that's a real drawback, and so I see this a lot, okay? It's the ego. Now, these are offending words that I use when it comes to business development and, 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 and executives and owners and so forth. Is the word ignorant, the words ignorance as an ego. We touched on the ignorance aspect. That can be fixed. The ego can the ego aspect can as well. What we're finding is a lot of people think that they have it under control. And they sit through a presentation, they realize, well, here's some information that I have already. But what they don't realize is that there's structured programs and systems built by the by the host organizations to ensure your success. So if you're, you're walking into a presentation or to a meeting or surrounded by other executives or professionals and you think it have, you have it all under control, this will absolutely destroy your business or drive it downward. You have to have a humble wow. spirit about this. You could be brash. You could be aggressive. But you need to have accountability partners and people, that, a good team that will support you and keep you grounded. How do you be accountable to yourself? Uh, well, one of the ways that you are accountable, here's what I, one of the ways that I do that is I write down my goals daily. <laughs> it keeps me okay. grounded in the fact that if I have a, 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 I say I, but if we have a, a day where it's down, one of my philosophies is that any day that we have sales is a good day. So uh, if, I, if I chart my goals and look back over what I did, in fact, that's what we're doing right now, I realize that, uh, you know, nine years ago, with our with our networking organization that we have, <clears throat> we've done hundreds and hundreds of events, and we've had over you know over fifteen over fifteen thousand event attendees. So I know how many people come through those doors. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to being grounded, uh, chart your goals, write down your goals daily, and not just a once a month thing. But write them down daily and go back and review them. That'll help you give some perspective on what you've accomplished and what you need to accomplish. That's a good way mm -hmm. to stay grounded. Wow. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be back in a moment uh, with the uh, RDO there. We're going to take a station break. You're listening to The Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. Our topic today is using peer advisory groups to build your business with RDO. RD, when we talk about really, you know, you mentioned sales, which is the, the fuel of any business. And some people, 
get so wrapped up in everything else and and not really look at cells that can need to continue to make cells in order to have a life blood for their business. But they get so bogged down, let me get certified for this, let me get into this, let me get into this thing. They get so distracted. And uh, it's one of these things, can you uh, take a person and say, hey, slow down, think about what's really important that's going to keep you alive. Um, have you ever noticed those type of things that keep distracting people that they're not focused on what's really important? I'm sorry, what were you saying? You know <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just they focus yeah, that, that's on exactly what I'm talking about. The fact that you're distracted by a lot of different factors. I, I guarantee you right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna expose the host here just for a second because I'm doing the same thing. Okay. I guarantee you there's a computer in front of you right now, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a computer in front of me right now as well. In in a matter of the last ten seconds, we've established. I don't want to call them dist- uh, distracted, but you're on the radio. There's a computer in front of you. Uh, there's a. I'll give you an example. In, in my uh, in my case, there's a there's a clock ticking on my left hand side. There's a computer right in front of me. I, 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 there's a fan going as well. Now, if I'm a, now these are just general things. Now, imagine if I multiply it times many factors and I apply it to the business world and our business companies. This is happening mm-hmm. every single day with with all types of executives, leaders, and business owners. We have people that are that are being distracted by all different types of things, especially for the CEO or the executive or the business owner. Everything from HR, compliances, employee productivity, sales, accounting, all these different things that are distracting us from our core focus. So how do we overcome those things? Well, we streamline our processes. We find the ways that we need to build things out in the right manner. We assign We assign a good leader delegates and, and gives uh, assignments to his, his or her um, uh, team members to ensure, and team leaders, rather, uh, to ensure that things get done in the right manner. So it's a matter of just uh, of being organized and structured. Now, these things are bandied about quite a bit. In fact, there's all kinds of books. You can go to any of the local bookstore or go online and find these books, uh, find these books or these, especially now with e-books. But the fact is mm-hmm. that if you're, not making, if you're not making strides or you're not doing something where someone's holding you accountable, a good CEO is held accountable by, uh, by his, uh, uh, his sub-leaders, if you will, and some, and some other peers. So that, that gives you a good example of, uh, uh, of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to your organizations, to organizations like um, uh, BNI, I mean, it's really expensive. Uh, some people complain about. Uh, is there certain systems that you have in place that uh, kind of will take a, a different approach than versus uh, BNI? BNI is a great organization. However, it, it puts everybody on the spot every single week. Every time they meet, uh, did you produce something? Did you get us something? Um, it, it, uh, you've seen those meetings before. In your type of situation, yours is, is totally different. Uh, if you put them side by side, when you talk about your particular organization, the peer advisory groups, how yours differ from theirs? Yeah. Uh, here, because I know we have national, nationwide listeners, and I'm, and I'm careful to make sure. make sure that we don't disparage any organizations. Uh, and also, sure. I know Ivan. I also know Ivan Meisner personally. I want to be careful about that. <laughs> uh, but, but our thing is, I think that sure. is, is my philosophy on the business uh, community. And I'll tell you about uh, about Houston. And I don't know how many uh, how many Houston listeners you have, but I'll tell you a little bit about Houston to kind of get an indication. Uh, Houston is a top twenty global market, or with the fastest growing market in the United States. That's an indicator of how good things are here in Houston. But the fact is that the United States is a great place to do business. Now that being said. It's just a matter of applying the, the right type of system. See, if you have a good system in place, you can take that anywhere. 
but when it comes to peer uh, when it comes to peer advisory components and making comparisons to other organizations, uh, BNI is focused on the networking aspect, and there's also there's also other organizations. Uh, actually, uh, the value proposition for certain networking groups and the the, uh, the cost effectiveness is very reasonable as compared to some of the executive peer advisory. There are peer advisory organizations that run anywhere from five hundred to a couple thousand dollars a month when it comes to um, uh, executive peer advisory uh, and networking and development different different types of groups. So what we're mm-hmm. finding is that there's a there's a market for it. I'm, I'm sure I'm probably exposing myself here, but there's a market for it because. We have a lot of executives uh, and people in leadership positions that need and uh, need guidance and help in their uh, in their various uh, endeavors and their uh, their work ethics. Uh, what we found is when you when you uh, add the peer advisory component, especially for the executives, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, when when peer advisory is added to to business owners, uh, their acumen and into their uh, into their um, through the system of uh, building business and being accountable, uh, it can impact revenue. Gross revenue is 19 to 43 percent. There's not a business owner out there who wouldn't like to have their gross revenue impacted by that significant amount of uh, uh, significant amount of numbers. So what we're finding is people are looking for ways to get better. We really just, I tell you what, our unique uh, selling proposition when it comes to business people is quite simple. We have mm-hmm. peer advisory, we have networking, we have training. It's really, uh, I say three words, but it's peer advisory too. But it's it's those three things, and we really have simplified it. So how do we help people? We help people with a, a system that we've created for networking so people can exchange leads and referrals. And this is not a watered-down process like a social mix or whatever, but it's a process where we, there's a system in place to, for us to understand how to generate business, uh, business through the person we contact as well as their contacts. There's also the training component because we want to make you better. As you alluded to earlier, the sales cycle and, and driving revenue and is really important these days. But what good does it do if you can't manage it or you can't make yourself better? So we include the training component to what we're doing, and, and we plan out wow. our content many months in advance. It could be like any of the topics, is a, whatever topic you want to pick, we have different things that apply to it. And then finally, which we think is, is our lead-in, is the peer advisory component. It's the advice, counsel, and wisdom uh, of your peers in a controlled and structured setting while doing it confidentially. So these things are the, uh, the things that we combine here. Because what we're finding in the marketplace is that these individual components are offered, but not all in one uh, single setting. So that's what we want to do. We want to make you better, make you more money, and then uh, you know have you accountable at the same time. Wow. Anything you would like to leave us with uh, in your advice regarding using uh, uh, peer advisory groups and also about your organization, website, contact information? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I tell you what, if, if you're looking uh, to join a peer advisory uh, group or organization, here's the first thing you need to look for. Uh, look for vision statements. You also look for the, the leadership and also understand what the vetting process is for, uh, for them accepting members and their facilitators. It's very important. If they're not credentialized and they don't have experience, like right now you can go to my LinkedIn profile and look at some things that I've done over the past. I have all these different type of endorsements and recommendations and so forth that LinkedIn uh, utilizes. Uh, I have the credibility because, I'm, as you know, uh, like you, I'm, I've been on the radio for, I don't know, the last six, seven years uh, through either CBS or Salem Broadcasting. But and, but I, what, I, what you need to do is, if you're the listener, you need to credentialize who you're working with. Ask them questions. If they can't answer the questions for, uh, that you present to them uh, that, uh, in, in, a, in a particular meeting or presentation online or the case may be, that's a good indicator that they're not really structured. I had someone, we had a presentation yesterday. I asked people to ask me as many questions as they like. We have an answer for every single thing that they, uh, that they can uh, put out there. And if, and if, and if we don't uh, make that offering, 
and what people are going to see, they're going to see through that, that we don't, we're not the true experts that we, uh, we profess to be. So I ask mm-hmm. people, do you have anything else? Do you have anything else? I'll ask it several times over, and so we're able to answer these questions because we have a plan, a system, and a, st- and a structured organization in place. So those are things I look for. Vet your organization, vet your leaders before you step into a peer advisory group organization. Perfect. And uh, how we contact? How can we contact you and your organization in Houston? Yeah, uh, we are expanding outward. Uh, let me tell you about uh, our Houston uh, effort. Uh, for those who are listening in, uh, in Houston, or or uh, have no people, we're always looking for new uh, executives and, and leaders who are serious about business development and becoming better. It's HoustonBusinessExecutives.com. It's HoustonBusinessExecutives.com. There'll be a major announcement. In fact, uh, we're going to celebrate our ninth anniversary here in about three weeks, and I'm going to make a major announcement about the expansion of our organization to other markets. Wow. Uh, yeah, so we're we're looking to get out there and uh, and help a lot of people, but uh, the, the parent organization here in Houston, HoustonBusinessExecutives.com, I give you there's some there's some uh, articles there's all kind of uh, there's some white papers there there's different things on uh, on what we do and you know, just good general information on peer advisory and networking stuff so a lot of articles there but um, you know we'd love to talk to you and just visit the website and just click on we have a newsletter that comes out and we have people from all over the country who subscribe to it but uh, just click on where it says uh, subscribe to the newsletter and we'll be glad to include you and and we'll give you hints and tips on uh, on how to do business and make yourself better as an executive or as a leader. Well, R.D., really thank you so much for coming on to the program and sharing this uh, with us in the last 20 minutes about you and your organization. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure being on. Say, uh, same here. Take care. Okay. Again, it's been another production of The Core Business Show with Tim J.K. You can download this episode on iTunes on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, everybody, take care. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to The Core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.